0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are.
1: Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to Victory Drive, everybody. How the hell are you guys doing? I know you can't answer that question since I can't hear you. Um, You can only hear me. So that's a bit of a rhetorical question, but I'm doing great. Uh, Thanks for asking. And... So just getting back from ATA actually, so um, at the time of this here intro recording, I've got, I just want to let you guys know, I got some really good uh, conversations coming at you from ATA, it was a fucking blast, went down with my wife and met up with the boys from WCB down in St. Louis, Missouri and met a hell of a lot of really cool people out there, Uh, obviously some all industry people, if you want to put it that way, but some really, really great a people down in ATA. Uh, It it was just a really good time. Met, I don't know, I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, We went out, met a bunch of people, did a lot of networking, and uh, had some fun at night. And, I don't know, first time there. So, had a great experience. Uh, Hopefully, it keeps going and keeps growing our grows back to what it was. I know they're going through kind of a rough patch right now or have been past few years with people kind of leaving, go do their own thing, but it's still a good time and still very much worth it in my opinion. Um, hopefully next year or the year after we can get to Shot Show. That's like my ultimate goal trade show to get to is Shot Show. I feel like that's just kind of where I belong. I should definitely be there and have a presence there for uh you know the podcast and all of you guys as well and hopefully get like a media room again like we did in ATA and have some awesome interviews from shot show uh we'll see how that goes i don't i don't know what to expect shot show's fucking huge so it probably won't work out that way but you know a boy can hope a boy can dream um but I do have some really good interviews coming up in the future from ATA. I think you guys are really going to enjoy. Uh but as far as this episode goes, I have on El Presidente Curtis Geyer from Working Class bow Hunter podcast. I'm sure you guys have heard the name. Um he's he's the, he's the 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 dude down there in uh Illinois, uh, WCB headquarters. I'm sure all of you know cuz we have a lot of crossover listenership. Um, but yeah, we went Kurt Geyer and we also had, uh, Jordan Jepsen from we're in class. He's the intern and had him in the truck as well. This is a road trip podcast. I know you guys love those. Um, I had a lot of fun. I like it. It gives you something to do on the drive. You know, we are driving down to Tennessee to meet up with JJ Lawhorn. I'm sure all of you guys have heard that podcast on the WCB side already, and that was a banger wasn't it holy fuck he is a character and it makes sense he's a, he's a musical artist and you never know what to expect with musicians or artists in general cuz sometimes they can get pretty weird and sometimes they can be pretty cool uh i think jj was a pretty decent dude he is very very accommodating he helped us he let us come down there and hang out with him for a while and have a Solid podcast. He's very animated, very passionate. But this episode is not about JJ. It's about Kurt. And this is the first time Kurt made an appearance on Victory Drive. I think he's the last one. Uh, second last one from the crew. I, don't, I haven't had Eric on yet. Had Doug on. Had Austin on. I haven't had Ross on either. But Ross is hes tough to nail down. He's a tough one. I should get him on sometime and talk about whatever he does with gun stuff and whatever else. Um, but... Kurt came on and we got banged this bitch out on the road down to Tennessee. Um, so the quality might be a little different. I think I scrubbed it up pretty good, polished it up nice. Um, but they're only going to be as good as they are. Is kind of what I'm getting at, guys. So if there's a little bit of, if it sounds a little different, that's why uh, it's is it recorded from inside of Kurt's truck. But man, have a had a good time doing it, and um, we kind of went off the rails. It's kind of. You know, one of those things, we were driving for a while and, you know, whatever. You'll listen to it. I think you guys will really enjoy it. Um, obviously, not the last you're going to hear from Kurt or anyone else from WCB. We're going to do a lot of crossover and everything, obviously. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, uh we'll just get into partners and get through that good stuff. I know you guys love that, too. Um, we'll just go through them real quick here. I don't want to bore you guys to death here. Uh Mountain Ops, code VICTORY, 20% off. Great supplements, great brand, great people. Uh, Grizzly Coolers, code WCB for 15% off as well. I did actually get down um, at ETA, met with Isaac Getzinger, and got to have a conversation with him, so that one will be coming out pretty soon. And saw some of their new stuff. They have some really, really cool shit coming down the way uh, on the Isaac Getzinger podcast episode that comes that's gonna be coming out later we're gonna talk quite a bit about the uh, grizzly 450 new cooler fucking sweet it's huge it's 50 quarts more but all the little intricacies that went into that cooler and what they did differently and all sorts of other new stuff they have a backpack cooler coming out a lot of really cool things come from grizzly they're constantly pushing the brand um and doing different things and Really just pushing the boundaries on coolers and what you can do with them. And the drinkware. I think they have some really cool shit coming from, with drinkware coming down the pipeline as well. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, oh, and... well, So, Huntworth. Uh, down at ATA, it did get pretty cold. So, a lot of us were actually wearing our Huntworth at ATA. You know, support the brands that support us kind of deal. And uh, all the boys were rocking their heat boost vests. I actually was rocking my Shelton hoodie. That is a fan favorite. And that is... Yes, it's my favorite. It's probably the most versatile. But that Grayling hoodie is like the big brother to the Shelton hoodie, and that motherfucker is warm as hell. I didn't take that too ATI. I probably should have. That a really nice. It got pretty, got pretty damn chilly. Um, almost too chilly for the Shelton. Uh, but yeah, Huntworth code WCB for fifth or uh, pff, code WCB fifteen on Huntworth. I know they're they're always having sales, too. So just keep up with Huntworth. Follow them on socials and all that shit and check their websites. Uh, also, Wyoming Bear Camp is getting pretty full. Uh, s- still let me know if you guys want to go to Wyoming ever for Bear Camp. This is going to be an annual thing, I do believe, for Wyoming Bear Camp. So if you guys want to go, let me know. I can get you marked down for next year or maybe even a little bit this year if there's uh, uh, a cancellation or something. Just stay in contact. Let me know. Um, Africa, I do not have those filled up and I could use your guys' help. I only have a few people signed up or interested in Africa. It is get, coming in, getting pretty close. I would say it's re- going to get about time for me to really start harping on people to be like, let's go. we got the Africa clinic coming up. Um, January 27th, I do believe. Let me look that up just to make sure. But, uh, Africa is, uh, we've talked about a, a, probably a bazillion times on this podcast and we talk about it again with some of the guests upcoming guests Africa is just a, truly an amazing place guys I really want I can't stress that enough um really just how amazing Africa really is uh you see all sorts of shit that you won't see here ever so I mean not only do you see completely different animals but you also go to hunt them so I mean that's never a bad thing I just want to Put It out there, Africa, it's gonna be a blast. Uh, that those dates are August 26th through September 3rd, all right. So, you guys can contact me via Instagram or email me at victorydrivepod at gmail.com. Uh, that's a gun or bow camp, and yeah, uh, I'll be flying with guns. Take my Ruger M77 Hawkeye and 30 out six down, um, down Yonda and see what that thing does. I'm very, really excited about that, see how that performs. Um, and I looked it up. It is January 27th for the Africa Clinic in Fort Madison, Iowa. Uh, if you guys have any questions, also, you can feel free to contact me and ask me any and all questions about Africa, the African Clinic, anything like that. Uh, all right. Without further ado, we'll get on to the podcast. Kurt Geyer, some bitch. Good times. <laughs> So, okay So, I got in the car here El Presidente Curtis Geyer Hello And, uh, turn Jordan
2: <laughs> What's
1: up? Alright, so, do we what, How are we going to do this? Uh with like, Should we say where we're going, what we're doing? Yeah, might as well okay. I don't know, we're just talking shit, aren't we? Yeah, Damn. pretty much Whatever We're, we're heading to Tennessee to do a podcast with, uh J- JJ, J-J Lawhorn. Okay yeah, right. I didn't want to be the one to break the ice on that one. Yeah, but. that's all right. Yeah, fuck it. I don't <laughs> know when it'll come out, but yeah. or when this comes out, but yeah, look <laughs> for it. Yeah. So we're heading to Tennessee, doing a little truck recording here. Um, I've been wanting to do a podcast with Kurt for quite some time. But, I've never done uh, Victory Drive? No. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> I we're can't stu- really like, some- go anywhere. You're going to be <laughs> trapped. <laughs> we're stuck in a truck for seven hours, so here we are. I thought I'd been on before. No. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. It you was know, what's funny too Is I've been on The working class Podcast with you guys But yeah. I've never been a guest I've just What? Been in Really?
0: Yeah Oh fuck I seem like an asshole right now I'm sorry no, That's cool That was not my intention It's fine I just You know thinking, a lot of people I was actually just thinking about that The other, the would other day Would assume that I was like <laughs> Out to get him with that I feel what? like if you said that? No I feel like A lot of people would be like oh, How come Kurt Didn't fucking want me on uh, You know what I'm saying like, Oh yeah Obviously that was not my intention No I know but also it's like I don't know I know a lot of crybaby Grown men that would do that Yeah <laughs> Fuck me You're good What's making what turns Kurt Oh sorry I Cranking <laughs> turns at 85 oh, You know yeah. what I mean It's I like what mean. What's Kurt's
1: deal It's like Oh no, I just didn't I'm busy Yeah <laughs> I know It's like I want to do it in person Because over the phone ones are fun And they're fine and dandy But They have their place. Doing them in person is always better Even if it's in a truck on, Yeah uh, this is cool On a phone So Yeah this yeah, is fun This fun. switches it up dude yeah, honestly, or stuck in here anyways. Might as well make something productive out of it. One hundred percent. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I did want to talk to you about. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's going on? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you got me trapped. I can't go anywhere. Yeah, so like, here we are. You gotta go over some um, things. Um, I guess. How do I word this? Why do you hate gun hunters so bad? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. It's a misconception, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah are you gonna understand I say a lot of things that and I like I even will preface it with like I don't fully believe this right does that make sense kind of like oh yeah you know like okay, I think you're referring most recently to the episode Chris Jay and I did yeah we just got done with the Illinois firearm season I said some shit that a lot of people don't agree with, but I don't fully either yeah like I said some bold statements in there that like deer drives should be illegal and you know we had a conversation there. I didn't just say that and then not back up my mm-hmm. but I like I also don't 100% believe that all the way
1: right but but like pretty close but I get your point too right as, as a gun guy and as a guy that grew up gun, um, deer drives and everything else I do I do understand the uh, kind of the the reason why people don't like them you know yeah I get it it doesn't look pretty especially when well, you're when you're a bow hunter and you're you know you're you focus so hard and you're trying your hardest to like get close to these deer and everything else and you're working you know two months out of the year to hunt them down and try to get ahead of them and set up yeah, two set months up of active spots. hunting you know yeah of sitting in a tree stand setting up tearing down setting up tearing down doing all this um pre-season planning and putting all this thought and in, into trying to kill these big bucks and then here comes firearm season and they're Pushing through everything and blowing um, deer out and shooting them on the run. To me, I just
0: feel like it's, you know, I saw a lot of arguments in the comments. Someone made a post, that, which it was a great post. Which in, is actually funny. I know that guy. In our group. Yeah, he's like, I agree with Kurt, basically, like, fuck deer drives. I'm like, well, I got in I'm like, well, it's like, there's more context to it than just that. Right. But, I, you know, the guy, he got people worked up. And then yep. there's a lot of people like, fuck Bo Honey. And da, da, da. And so basically, a lot of guys come in to combat that, but they did the exact opposite and
1: worse they almost got left wing on it well and and their attitude in response maybe but I guess from a different point of view too it's like putting a post out there saying like yeah fuck deer drives they should be illegal it's like that's kind of left wing it it is but what I'm saying is they match the same so they're not any better Right, no, they just did no, no. the same shit. Oh yeah, it's matching like, matching energy, fight like fire with fire kind of thing. Like, yeah, that's what they're. That's
0: what. But their whole thing people was people like, don't and do. look and tell us, how to not you fucking bow hunt, and all in the same breath, they just contradicted their point as well. Right. So everybody's wrong, but yes. I don't fully believe it. Like here's <laughs> here's my kind of attitude with it. Like in the Midwest for deer hunting, it would be easier to kill if your goal is to kill a deer or even a big buck. It would be easier to just go in and sit over the field. And get a clean, ethical shot, two hundred yards and in, and watch it die, and then go get it. Versus if you just didn't even go and sit and put any effort, you just ran the timber, and you pro- you have a better chance of actually hunting and killing one than driving and killing
1: one. Right. But the, the biggest thing, especially like what I just got done doing with Derek down in southern Iowa, we did a depredation hunt, and if you're just if you're sitting and shooting, you're gonna get a deer or two. Yeah. You're not gonna get twenty eight deer one one day, in two hours. When you're on a depredation yeah. hunt in these fields and stuff, these like this farmer like begged that, that he's renting the field from the landowner. The landowner didn't allow any hunt hunting. He finally twisted his arm enough. He's like, hey, man, we got to do something about these deer. There's way too many. It's it's too, cool. many it's too many numbers. too many. He was losing That's so That's a much rare crop. instance, though, I
0: think, for most people. So yeah. I get that.
1: Like So we went through and we pushed a shit ton of deer out, and they said, hey, no, don't kill any bucks. Only kill those. I'm like, okay, sounds good. We saw. Yeah. We saw probably over 200 deer. We have we 600 acres. I'm not not on board with that. <laughs> I get that. But that's what I mean. Like when you when you're talking about like because I'm also I went through the same thing. I when I got back home and I started bowing, I went through the same conundrum in my head where I'm like, I don't like deer drives. I don't. like grew up doing them and I don't like them anymore. I've moved past that.
0: Yeah, I understand and the culture I, behind it all and like yeah. the
1: bonding and the family stuff. I get it all. And that's part of it for sure. But the biggest part that I I look at for my point of view it's like if we're all just sitting and waiting for deer which is totally fine too. i'm not knocking that by any means if that's if you want to hunt that way that's totally fine i i agree with it 100 and is it does look a lot more ethical and looks nicer especially when you're putting on tv or you're talking about it in the public eye yeah it's nice it's a nicer way to do things but if we don't kill deer then the government's going to send people to kill deer and they're yeah. not—they're not sportsmen. They're not hunters. They don't give a fuck. They're gonna throw yeah. out a, a big corn pile, and they're gonna go in there with infrared or helicopters and shoot yeah. deer and kill them and leave them. Like I'm completely aware my statement has holes in it. Oh yeah, like it's—and yeah. I also put myself subject for attack. Yeah, and I'm definitely not trying that. to attack you, but I'm trying to kind of put it out there oh, yeah. just as a as the combating. Well, I had a guy I tell guess, me the other day that the I don't—that I need to understand there's more than one way to hunt deer. It's
0: like.
3: Yeah you fucking
0: A guy messaged me that Oh sick And I said Well I had a conversation with this guy Like what program are you on This guy that Hunts near me I'm like I'm just I'll tell you what program I'm on This is what I'm trying to do In this area Mm -hmm. Curious to see where he was at And they told me that I'm like Okay We're not on the same program Like you said we were Like You want to kill any deer That's fine But If I wanted to just go kill any deer I could do that every day Yep You know what I'm saying? So, to me, I just enjoy hunting at a different level, I think, than
1: what some of the, like, casual deer drive type people do. Oh, yeah. And that's all. Well, and and that is the other side of things, too. When you're talking deer drives in gun season, you're absolutely right. It does bring out the casuals. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but it does bring out the casuals, and they are going to shoot deer. Like, they have a tag in their pocket. They want to fill that tag. It's their tag.
0: At the same time, it's like, I'm not going to... I would never comment on anybody's post or, like, go out of my way. But I have a podcast, and I'm expected to talk. And it's pretty entertaining when it's obviously controversial. Oh, yeah. Because if we didn't do that shit and have these, like, conversations, we'd be like every... Uh, you might as well just listen to fucking the sound of wind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So I get there's holes in, in my statement. For right. Sure, for sure. 100%.
1: Well, and that's what I love about, like, what we're doing here on the like working class network yeah it's like I'm the gun guy you guys are obviously the bow hunting the bull hunters right the, yeah, the, yeah the OG fucking bow hunting podcast mm-hmm. it's like we're we're bringing in because me and you don't agree on like certain things especially when it comes to this kind of stuff and, it, and it's totally fine yeah it's completely okay it's completely okay like we don't get that's mad. why we I don't, don't host victory drive other. yeah <laughs> and we don't get mad at each other for it no it's just that we have differing opinions and that's okay like that is part that, yeah. you think the founding fathers fucking agreed on everything when they're writing up the constitution and shit I would guess absolutely not. not I would guess not absolutely not it's like well, not, saying, not saying we're on that level by any means but like we don't have to agree on everything it, to yeah. do this 100% you know? yeah
0: no it's And I, I don't know I don't I'm not anti-gun I, I kind of lean that way for like the sake of entertainment to a point like I have guns I just bought a rifle yeah, I just bought a three hundred Win Mag. Uh, with, you know, got a badass loop on it, and I. Fuck you, helped me with it. You helped yeah. me, you gunsmithed it up and got it mounted, set up for me, and
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's more of a. I wanted just one really good rifle in my collection to go out west, and or you know, if I go hunt coos deer with Devon again, or my Wyoming, you know, a general tag in Wyoming. And if you don't fill it with a bow, you can use it during rifle season. So, mm-hmm. um, I have a varying opinion on hunting. Rifle hunting in the Midwest and out of the Midwest—I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of times with a rifle in Illinois, over most fields or Iowa, or you know maybe different parts of the state, different terrain where I'm from, hunting in Illinois, I've said it a lot. If you are sighted in and you can shoot, sometimes all you got to do is see the deer.
1: Yeah. Boy, well, I mean, if you're if you're talking like 300 wind mags and shit, especially, yeah, that will reach through every field. Yeah. Basically. In yeah. Fact, you can't I, use those in Illinois, no, you can't but use them. you can't use them in Iowa. Either.
0: My point to a lot of it is it's like even with some muzzle loaders. Dude, smokeless
1: muzzleloaders muzzle are insane.
0: Yeah, that yeah, like the white powder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Smokeless yeah. Smoke, like I had uh, What's the company that makes those badass ones? Aren't yeah. they from Iowa? Arrowhead
1: rifles? Yeah. yeah, yeah uh yeah. so he's in Arizona. Oh, well but off. he's from he's in Iowa born and raised. Oh. You know what I mean? How the fuck do I know any of that information? Yeah But I just All I've heard is that they're badass They're a badass He's I was talking to him He came on super early I can't remember what episode it was on but Oh yeah I remember yeah, that Yeah I story. had him on And uh Maybe that's how I know that then Probably but Okay he, yeah But he fucking He's making Smokeless muzzlers That are shooting out to You know Five, six hundred yards they're sub Sub MOA Which is You know the, the three shot group is Smaller than an inch Wow At five, six hundred yards Damn Damn With a fucking muzzleloader, and you don't have to. I'm
0: assuming because it's smokeless, you don't have to clean it like a normal black powder muzzleloader.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Right? They shoot. They shoot cleaner, and they're weight. Like I think smokeless smokeless powder is like three or four times more potent than black powder. Really? Yeah. So you're talking muzzle velocities are through the roof with smokeless. No shit. Yeah. Well,
0: I guess so. That kind of more solidifies my point of. A lot of times in the Midwest, if you're, like, actually hunting the deer, that's, like, to me, it kind of makes a deer drive thing, besides, like, the tradition or boredom or whatever, it kind of makes the deer drive, like, debate to me become more irrelevant. It's like, just sit over the field. You just got to have one step out. But that's the thing, though. Like, if you're trying to, if you need to thin the herd.
1: Okay, I'm talking in a normal, uh, greater percentage-wise of just hunting a deer. Yes, the smarter thing to do if you're hunting big bucks and you want to shoot a big buck. Or even a deer. deer. Drift, or, yeah, any deer. If you want, if you have one tag in your pocket, sitting over a field is going to be the best way to do it with a gun. Yeah, because you just got to have one step out. Sure. That's pretty much it. But when you're talking about thinning the herd, because when you have a herd of deer come out of the woods, and they're in the field, you get one shot, they'll run. Yeah, I, if if I get the yeah, argument there. Yeah. I do. I'm on, I'm on board with you. Then. Yeah. I get it. But if you are trying to hunt a deer, yeah, any type of deer, then, yeah, obviously sit, sitting, on, sitting on a field <laughs> is the... Is right. the most conducive way to do it. And I always sure.
0: thought that it's like you see dudes like walk in and like bounce around by themselves. You've all seen that guy up because they're blaze Blaze orange, you can see where he's moving around. You're like, Oh yeah. Damn, dude, if you're here like thirty minutes earlier and just sat down, you'd have your deer already and go back and drink your mm-hmm. whatever the fu- ice house, whatever gun hunters drink. <laughs> ice house. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's one of those jokes I know is not true. Fucking... But I'm gonna say it like I think it's true. <laughs> just because someone's gonna be like Gun hunters don't drink ice house. We drink Keystone Ice. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Any beer that has the the word ice in it yeah. is for gun hunters.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good. One I'm kidding.
0: That. I've, that's true. I've killed a handful of animals with rifles. I'm I'm obviously <laughs> don't believe this. I well, if you're I, a I rifle don't. hunter, you you
1: get to put your finger up and drink a light beer. Yeah, like you Keystone know. Ice. Yeah, light. yeah, the Keystone Light. Yeah, <laughs> or Natty Light probably more. Natty like Light's a
0: quite a quality beer.
1: That's Dude, I'm a connoisseur of cheap beers, yeah. but I don't drink Ice House. Nobody <laughs> drinks Ice House.
0: I went to a family Christmas party, for the record, on my wife's side, and I saw an Ice House, a, no, it was a Bud Ice, sitting on the table and immediately offended me. I'm like, who the fuck is drinking Bud Ice? Girl, and I look sorry. over and I'm like, oh, yeah, you are drinking Bud Ice. Oh, yeah, it makes sense now. So, yeah, malt liquor. You remember uh, Bud Light Platinum? Yeah, the, isn't it still around? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen it forever. It was in, like, those, uh... i to pay attention here. Oh. It was in, like, the, uh... Yeah, the blue bottles. The dark, yeah. dark
1: blue bottles. This would be like be, like, really high alcohol percentage or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nuts. That sucked, though. You, were,
2: you ever remember those? No. Sucked oh, you don't? Though? He's no.
1: just turned 20. That's true. Never mind. That was, like... He was 10 when that shit came out. <laughs> yeah, that's when we were in <laughs> high school <laughs> when it came out. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Like the
0: rifle thing... I don't know. I'm not against. It. I'm just kind of talking
3: shit for yeah. entertainment
0: purposes. Well, I mean, also
1: it's it's kind of funny that like uh, a guy goes on there and makes a a post like that on a bow hunting page and gets his fucking gets gets jumped on like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I was reading, like, yeah. I was reading the comments. Like I'm a bow hunter too, but I also like the gun hunt. I just like to think like to hunt personally. But yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny that you go on a bow hunting page and like, yeah, I don't really agree with deer drives. And everyone's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. And, I mean. Who are you? <laughs>
0: and, and the dude didn't say, like, I'm against him. He said, he, well, he did say he did agree with me, so he kind of dated yeah. that statement. But, 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 you know, I had, uh, there's a DeerCast episode that launches tomorrow with Austin. I kind of brought that up a little bit. And Austin said, I'm even more so leaning into, like, being anti-deer drives than I am. Oh, yeah. Austin hates him. So, Austin's, like, even further leaning than
1: yeah. me. So. And, I, and I've, talked, I've talked to Austin about it, too. And. It's one of those things. Where it's like yeah, agree to disagree kind of thing. We're not losing sleep over it. No, no. This is also isn't really a conversation that we have. The, the biggest thing with me is like you know like it's one of those things where it's the the ownership of deer that some people have. Yeah. You know, and then they, and then gun season comes in, they're like, oh my gosh, you're gonna shoot all my deer up. It's like the deer ah, I raised. Yeah, the deer that my babies. And that's the babies like, are gonna die.
0: It's like. That's why yeah. I jokingly named that episode with Chris "High Horse Bow Hunters" because that's <laughs> what everybody thinks, you know. And but you know, also too is like we've dedicated more time than the two weekend a year in Illinois gun yep. season hunters, and so we have probably more money, blood, sweat, and tears, and uh, hunting maybe more uh, a specific buck and whatever. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, dude, if a neighbor shoots him with a gun, it's like that meme from Trailer Park Boys or whatever that is. Yeah, uh, you know that uh, maybe it's not. For tra- yeah, what You know what me I'm talking about? It's like your target bucks and get shot by a guy that looks like this
1: yeah it <laughs> was that uh dwight shrew yeah that's yeah. right that's right yeah it is yeah so i mean it's it is true though like growing up doing deer drives and um even going down south with Derek and do, doing it with him it's like none of those gun none of those gun hunters knew those deer yeah they're just going through to kill deer like, yeah. it's not, it's, you're, you're absolutely right where it's not near as personal as if you're bow hunting, because you have to, you have to be invested in well, order to kill a mature and, and, and a people mature that don't, deer, that don't hunting. act like they understand that, I'm like, well, you just
0: haven't, you haven't put in the time. Right. But also, too, it's like, some people don't get that way. I get it. I'm like a little, like, you just can't control them, right? They're a wild animal, they not go wherever they want. I hunted yep. floppy. If he would... First of all, if he would have got killed by a neighboring gun owner, I'd have never even heard about it anyway. And I'd just been like, oh, he vanished. Or somebody got him. Let's on to the next one, you know? Yep.
1: I mean, it's a great conversation. It is, it is a good conversation. I did want to have that conversation while we're here. <laughs> just, yeah. I'd trap you in the truck to No, I, <laughs> I,
0: I mean, i have to, like, realize I'm going to get.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and I say shit all the time, too. Like, it's mostly in jest. Yeah. You know, you're not really saying it. Like you said, fully believe in it. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. I'm, ha- I'm kind of having these thoughts. That's what's fun. Of- that's what makes podcasting so fun, too, is, like, you're hashing out thoughts live. Oh, dude, but you think... A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, That's what, like, people
0: don't... We didn't talk about this before we fucking did it. You know, like, we weren't like, hey, I'm going to bring this up. What do you think you're going to say? That way it sounds good. Yeah. Like, you just... We don't ever do that. i seen the news. Yeah. I've
1: seen Fox
0: News or CNN. Yeah, we're just talking shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like... off the top of our head really it's yeah and you know I, I don't know I, I've like I said with the whole deer drive thing like I've I've gone back and forth with it you know but after going down with Derek and stuff, I'm like this is fun it is, it is a good time it's really fun getting with a group of guys yeah. and going out there and just having a good time it doesn't just matter blastin'. just blasting <laughs> just fucking I just started blasting and anyways so there I was I started blasting you <laughs> <Yeah>. know right <laughs> yes
0: yeah, so that's what I picture every time yeah
1: and it is it is a good time but I do understand. And I will say this, like the one thing that does bother me a little bit more than it should is when people um, take gun hunters and associate them with uh, wounded and not unfound deer. Because that has never been my experience yeah, in all the times yeah. I've been gun hunting. Um, generally, well, my- when you hit a deer with a gun, you notice it. It's yeah. noticeable. I've seen in I don't know, maybe this is controversial, but I've seen Since I started bow hunting, I've seen more deer get lost by bowhunters hunters than I ever have with gun hunters. Even if they're shooting while they're on the run. I think
0: it just gets talked about more with the bow hunters because the bow hunters care more. And I think a lot of gun a lot of guys that are shooting deer on deer drives wouldn't know a deer body language if it got hit or not when but it's I've, running full speed.
1: Anecdotally, I've never seen that.
0: Yeah, you know, I with, mean, the, with the groups I've I hope ran, I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, the groups I've ran with and stuff, and I'm sure there are groups out there that are like, ah, fuck it, I didn't see any blood, so it must not have been hit. You know, yeah, I'm
0: sure there th- those people now, are out there. I feel like most of the casual gun hunters I do talk to don't understand that a deer doesn't need to be bleeding on the ground to die. Right, like I can go through and show you messages right now in the last three weeks from, from gun, uh, mostly mm-hmm. Wisconsin rifle seasons. I can't talk about them, dirty Wisconsins. But but maybe because R- Wisconsin has full blown rifle season, right? Right. Maybe that's the difference.
1: They're shooting at deer at longer ranges, and further that away. Could be. I don't know. I don't that know. Could be. Um, I'm guessing. Uh, are these are deer drives really popular in Wisconsin still? Uh, I know the guys that I go. I know they do it. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. See, that is one thing that I get nervous about when you're talking like high power, like. Actual fucking rifle. Full like, centerfire, actual centerfire <laughs> rifles, like 300 wind mags, 30 out six, and all that stuff. Like, that makes me nervous. Hold on, like, Buck McNeely in uphill. <laughs> I still can't believe that guy's real. <laughs> you thought that was a skit I did. the entire time. <laughs> I thought it was fake.
0: <laughs> I showed uh, Jacob Buck McNeely's old videos on YouTube, and he le- legitimately watched like maybe two videos and thought it was like a joke the whole time, which is really funny.
1: I still can't believe that's like a real life that's dude show. i'm not gonna
0: lie that's kind of like the floating image of like the weekend warrior gun hunter i have in my
1: head <laughs> <It's Buck McTillion. laughs> i can see that you know what i mean Yeah. oh yeah but um with that the guy that made that post so i know that guy yeah he, he i like he, him he, he lives in my town i'm sure he's yeah. a really awesome dude but what he's saying <laughs> is not false about like in our area there's are some rowdy groups yeah, that do, do do some rowdy shit, and every year whenever I see them doing some dumb shit, I'm like where the fuck is the DNR right now? And they get called in, but what do you? What can they do? It's like, oh, I'm on the other side of the county, I can't be there, right? So right. I can't catch them, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. it's one of those things. That it, it sucks, but there are it does definitely bring like open up a whole new can of worms when you have so many people out there during gun season, and they get, angry. they just get fucking wild and crazy, and the adrenaline hits them, and they just start slinging lead. Yeah. Make sure we're going like, to the
0: right spot. Oh, okay. It says 2.50 p.m. We'll be there.
1: Does it ever get you? Sometimes when you're driving really far away.
0: I just want to make sure. If right, we go, right. like, oh, my God, I'm heading yeah, that's right. the opposite direction. It just said, like, 5 o'clock earlier, but I hauled the mail, so.
1: Yeah. We're good. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Good combo. Yeah, good combo. I like it. But, you have you have killed... A f- animals with, your, with, with a rifle. Yeah, um, I mean, I, all right,
0: well, I, to go back a little further, I've killed, I've never killed a deer with a shotgun in my life, but I've killed, a hand, I've killed maybe, I've killed one, two, I've killed three bucks with a muzzleloader in the Midwest in Illinois. I've killed, my first rifle animal was a mule deer in Oregon with loophole. That's, how, that's why I bought a Browning x rifle, because that's what I shot there. They had one. Oh, really? And I was like, I will have one of these one day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I killed a Coos deer in Mexico uh, last January of, of 23 with Devin. Did you use his rifle? Yeah, I used his Win wid on a Coos, which is crazy. <laughs> um, you sent me that video I'm like, jeez. Well, yeah, it's like, boom, shockwave. Yeah. I think the shockwave killed that deer oh yeah um that he had like a christensen arms 300 wind mag it was oh. a badass rifle mm-hmm. like a carbon barrel yeah probably yeah it was cool
1: yeah most of the christians have carbon barrels and stuff but after i shot stock. that buck i was like man i,
0: I want i'm gonna buy a 300 wind mag so i bought a uh what i buy it's a browning x-bolt speed mm-hmm. speed Ovis or whatever they call it it's got like that I don't know what color the barrel and components are.
1: Like bronze Cerakote. Yeah, it's yep. got like that
0: nice coating to it. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's a bronze seraco. It's a very to me. It. It's
0: a to me. It's a really expensive rifle. To most guys, it's just probably like a nice low end
1: rifle. Oh no, it's mid range. Mid range. Upper, upper. Price wise, it's mid range, but it has Dude, those Browning X bolts are the shit for the price. They're yeah. awesome. I love it. I mean they awesome. It's a really, really
0: expensive rifle for me that... What was it, like 1500
1: Yeah, Something like, like 1500 you know. You put a it loophole up. on top. Yeah, so it's yeah. like... It's a $1,500-ish rifle. It's probably like a $3,000 gun total. It sh- yeah, it shoots, it shoots good, though. I like, it shoots pretty lights out. I like it. I mean... In today's day and age, though, it's like, really, you can... They are so much more accurate and so much more reliable than they ever have been, which is yeah. awesome. So it's like you can get a really good rifle for not... you're not spending custom prices on good rifles anymore, yeah. which is great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I really like it, and mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll shoot some stuff with it one day, but um, I don't foresee it happening in the next couple of years, unless it's coyotes or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I have it so...
1: You shot more animals with the rifle than I have. Really? Yeah. yeah so I have two... No, three. I killed an elk
0: with a rifle. How did I forget yeah. that one? Yeah, I killed an no. elk. So my general Wyoming tag turned into a, uh, a
1: rifle tag, and I didn't want that to be, like, unfilled. So, mm-hmm. uh, So with that Wyoming tag, so you get a, gen- a general tag? I, that's what I drew, yeah. Okay, and is that good for, like, like, a bunch of different units?
0: I believe it's good for any general unit. Okay. I just knew the area I was going, I knew it was good for there. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I believe it's any general unit, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then if you, you go out with a bow... you. Uh, don't fill, your, fill it with a bow that you can go out during rifle season yeah. with the same tag. With that general tag, yeah. How do you feel about that? Like, if that was uh, if that was a thing. Say, like, I've had this conversation with a couple people but for Iowa where it's like, it's a two-buck state for residents where you can get one with a bow and one with a gun. Yeah. But it has to be a bow and gun in order to get two bucks. Yeah. But I've talked to some people where it's like, what if Iowa dropped it down to a one-buck state and just, you know, you get your any sex tag and it's good for the whole season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good thought. Like, there's a conversation there, but all I got, like, if Illinois did that and they're like, oh yeah, you could draw this, but you could use it however. Like, I'd be cool with it if it was a draw, like a draw tag, and like the money went somewhere where it should go for conservation or whatever it is, or the deer herd or other programs. Like if it took five years to draw this special type tag for
1: residents or non-residents for anybody for anybody okay what about for like residents if you guys What if Illinois dropped uh, the resident buck buck tag to a is it one buck state now yeah and it's just a an a tag that's good for all it's like Ohio oh I wouldn't be against that yeah I don't think I would be right not now I'm so either right now I'm not yeah you know ask me next episode I might be. Right? <laughs> But right now, I don't think that's a bad idea. I have thought about that with Iowa. It's like it does suck like, that I can't go out and hunt the whole season. You know, like if, I, if I have a buck tag in my pocket, but I can't, I have to. I have to take a break during gun season if I don't have a gun tag. Yeah, you can't hunt. We can't hunt with a bow during gun season. In Iowa. What confuses me
0: about Iowa with that? It's one of the one things I. Like, I'm like, eh, I could do without that for Iowa. Is but you have party hunting. And one guy, if he's in the party hunt, could kill six bucks yep. as long as there's available tags yep. in this party. So yep. I don't really get, like, how come that can happen, but you can't kill two with a bow? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's where uh, To me, that's doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. Right. There's a lot of guys that'd rather give up the gun hunting and kill two with a bow. Yeah. Like, a lot of, like, I know a lot of Illinois hunters that don't even gun hunt really at all. Like very rare instances, but I know most Iowa bow hunters I know are bow hunters. Oh, and I'll go out and m- late muzzle
1: Yeah.
0: That's like the, t- you know what I mean? Yep. Because of the, how their state's structured. Yep. I guess I'd probably be the same way. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, like, cause late muzzle you can hunt with a, a bow again. So if you get a late muzzle tag, you can use your, you can right. use your bow during late muzzle loader. So I the do RGC's have two muzzle orders, back- by the way. I do own two. Oh, do you? Yeah. I'm a felon. So I can own them. That's right. (laughs) I'm I'm not
0: a felon. (laughs) I have a Thompson Center Triumph and a CVA Optima.
1: Oh, okay. I just have a CVA Wolf. Yeah, I know CVA was like,
0: to me, it was like the brand of the day, but it might just because it was cheaper than Thompson Center.
1: I think they still are, dude. They make really nice muscle motors.
0: Yeah, yeah. Eric's got a really nice one, I guess.
1: Did he get that one? The Paramount? I thought he did. It looks like a bolt action? yeah. Yeah, those are nuts. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's like, that's about as good as black powder gets. Really? Yeah, because they're, I mean, it's not smoke, it's not shooting smokeless, but it's shooting about as heavy a load as you can shoot out of a fucking black powder muscle loader.
3: Mm, Okay,
1: yeah. It's pretty nuts. They're They're, cool. Yeah. I never shot one, but it looks cool. So I do own guns. Yeah. (laughs) So you're not, you're not anti-gun. No, not at all. I (laughs) know, obviously. No, Keep a strap on me, you know. Yeah, dude. Do you have your? Do you have to? So, as an Illinois resident, you have to have. Is it hard as fuck to get a carry permit? Um. No, I wouldn't say hard as fuck, but
0: I did like a. I don't. Know, I can't remember. If it was like two or three day course. you need to do like a shooting test. And pass your like aptitude test. Make sure you're not an idiot. Oh, Okay. Um. I did it. I
1: passed. No? I think I'm probably due for a renewal. Mm-hmm. So in Iowa, Iowa, we a um, few years ago we passed we call it a constitutional carry. Yeah. It's just uh, you, you don't have to have a permit to carry anymore, concealed. Just talk it's about nice. that. Yeah, dude. A fucking Foyd card. Look at that. Oh, wait, what? Let me see that. Illinois Foid card. What does this mean? Hold well, on, looking for my expiration date on my concealed carry. Does that have an expiration date? No, that's every just...
0: 10 years on a Floyd card. What does that mean? What is that? Well, oh, maybe mean? not anymore. Firearm owner's identification card. The dumbest fucking shit ever. And Illinois is the only state that has it, and it needs to be abolished. Because why do I need that if
1: I have a valid concealed carry? Well, why do you need that? What, what does it mean? Like, what is it?
0: You They're need to buy like, guns
1: and ammunition in Illinois. Any gun or any, any ammo? Yep. So you're basically just saying, like, hey, state, I have guns. Uh-huh. That's fucked up, dude.
0: Yeah, I hate it. It's that's, stupid. That's really and then, nuts. I, I think some things have changed with it, but they were taking, they were lagging forever, especially when Obama was in office. They were lagging forever to get you renewal. I didn't have one for, like, almost two years because they were understaffed and couldn't get me a new one. So I couldn't buy any guns, and I couldn't buy any ammunition. No shit. My foot car was expired. Then if you move um, and you need to get a new one, you'd have to issue a new one with your updated address. If it didn't match, they wouldn't let you buy either. Huh. That's nuts. So wait, It's like the Democrats' way of, like, boxing you out of buying stuff.
1: I feel like that's unconstitutional. Like, how is that, yeah, how, is. How is that constitutional at all? There's a lot of uh, great
0: Republican-leaning politicians in Illinois trying to
1: get rid of it. That's fucking insane to me. I mean, honestly, like, you have, it's basically a gun registry without taking serial numbers of the guns, right? I mean, I don't know exactly. have to have I guess, but... For the sake of this, yeah, it is. I don't know. It's, it's basically a gun registry. What like, not even a gun registry. It's almost like a, well, like a firearm ownership registry. But shit hits the fan,
0: search me first. Yes. Yeah,
1: yep. yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like in Illinois. Is, that's what bothers me about Illinois is the fact that it's ran by people you in know, Chicago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've said this before, too, where it's like, I feel like people in the city, when they see guns, it's usually because they're being used inappropriately in, like, crimes and shit. Yeah. So, city people see guns, and like, oh, danger. When rural people see guns, it's like, that's a tool to Uh, be used. It's either protection... Meat. Or to get meat, you know, go out hunting with it, protect your family with it, yeah, if you are a livestock farm, farmer and you have to fucking put, put down one of your pigs or cows or something like that after dying or sick and stuff like that, you have to, you know, use a gun. It's like, yep. It's a multi-purpose tool that when rural people see guns, like, oh, yeah, part of the program. It makes yeah, sense. try that in a small town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, wait, have what? Conspir- I have a conspiracy theory about that song. Let me hear it. So... Jason Aldean uh-huh. made this song, Try That in a Small Town, right? Yeah, It was, like, kind of in the same time as all those riots and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it just wasn't going anywhere. Jason Aldean's career was maybe going down a little bit. So he made that song, and it didn't really go anywhere. So some, so the record label execs sent that song to, like, newspapers and stuff and said, Oh, well, I agree hey, with you. Hey, yeah. fucking blow this up and cancel this guy. Cancel them, knowing that's going to backfire and make that number one uh I feel arts. like you and I have talked about this already. That's my theory on it as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. No. We have. I've, I've told. i told a few people about that.
0: I hundred percent agree with everything you just said. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think,
1: Jordan?
2: About that? Yeah. About know. everything, dude.
1: I don't
2: really listen to it. Like, I like it. That kind of music. <laughs> <laughs> Fair Especially enough. To sexy red and sexy red only. Sexy yeah. red.
0: But she's using guns in the bad way. Who's sexy red? We'll, I'll play you some after this okay. podcast. Rapper? Yeah you'll hate us Okay <laughs> <laughs> You don't have your gun on you do you? No Okay I'll
1: play I, it I left it I don't want to be a felon in Illinois Good call Yeah Wait so you can't carry in Illinois then? With your concealed carry Illinois? No o? dude Illinois doesn't fucking They don't allow they I don't, thought they changed change that though They don't reciprocate from any other state that I know of Utah It's reciprocal from Utah? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you wanna hear something funny? So Minnesota. I've taken like the Utah theory. concealed carry class. Oh, there's some fucking deer skis. Some Oh, no, out in the open, probably getting pushed, pushed. out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> i have taken... Fucking, the, fucking deer drives, man. Deer I hate him. I them. Why, I hate them now. Why would a deer be out there? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I uh,
0: I took uh, yeah the Utah concealed carry class mm-hmm. when I w- I used to work at Gander Mountain. Okay. When I took it there, and then. It, I can't remember the details. It's been a long time. But basically, like, if I were to, like, complete, finish all the paperwork, I could have carried in Illinois. I, I, if, if, or maybe not Illinois. Maybe I could have just carried in Iowa. I was in Iowa all the time because I worked in Iowa, so I could have carried in Iowa. But Iowa
1: honors Illinois carry permits. Yeah, because Illinois is,
0: basically, if you take Illinois, you're, you you can carry anywhere, from my basically. understanding.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because all the, all the red states, they're like, well, we don't like, gun laws anyways. So, yeah, you can carry. Yeah. So, uh, generally, red states are more reciprocate, they they reciprocate with blue states, but blue states don't reciprocate with red states. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Because Minnesota, uh, so, Gary Pearson, um, he owns the gun shop in my area, I've known him forever since I was a kid, um, but he, he used to do Utah permits a lot, because then you could carry in Minnesota, so a oh. lot of people in my area got Utah permits. And they'd be able to carry Minnesota. And then Minnesota wised up. They're like, why are all these fucking Utah people living in Iowa? Oh, they're not. They're Iowa people with Utah permits. Uh-huh. Canceled. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So they nixed that. So now my, so now Gary's like, well, I don't even do Utah permits because it doesn't work anymore. Like, that was our yeah. that was our workaround for being northern Iowans to be able to carry in our neighboring state when we go there to buy you know, groceries right. or clothes and stuff. So we go to, that's where I used to do all my shopping before school was Rochester. Oh, really? Yeah, because Minnesota doesn't have uh, sales tax on their clothing. Interesting. Okay. They do do tax their groceries. Hmm. So, in Iowa, they don't tax groceries, but we do tax clothing. So, (laughs) we would buy our groceries in Iowa and then buy our clothes in Minnesota. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. Fuck the gov, dude. You know what I'm saying?
0: Dude, taxation's theft. It is theft, dude. Uh For sure. Yeah, I... I am due to renew my concealed carry, but it's like, I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't know. Illinois just sucks so bad that I hate, like, them the state. I live there, and I pay fucking taxes, but... Yeah. It's I, home. It's home, man. I can't help where I was born. Yeah.
1: But at least I was born in Chicago. That's true. It's true. You're born in the least shitty part of Illinois, at least, right? I wasn't born where I live now. Oh,
0: okay. Well, you yeah. <laughs> True. So, take that for what it's worth.
1: <laughs> where were you we born?
0: Uh, Watsika, Illinois. Okay. Which is like, uh, I don't even know what it's by. I used to live in a little town called Milford, Illinois. There'll be <laughs> nope. one dude. Yeah, yeah, Milford. Uh, there be one dude that listens to Victory Drive that knows what that is. Oh, really? Yeah. If, if he even listens to Victory Drive. They probably just lost him. He's like, oh, fuck, Kurt's from Milford. (laughs) Is it a dumpster? Um. Actually, the dudes from Rack Bracket are from Milford. Okay. Um. No, it's not a dumpster. It's a dumpster.
1: Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't live there again. Yeah. So my mom was um, raised in this little town called McIntyre. Uh-huh. It's pretty close, but thank God my dad saved her and pulled her out and he garnered OSH but um, it's a dumpster my, my uncle Randy was the mayor of McIntyre uh-huh. and he didn't even know it <laughs> they, they dubbed him mayor they like just, you're up buddy and they um, left a piece of mail in his mailbox saying you're the mayor did and they he get paid? paid? He didn't know, no he didn't even know he's mayor they're they like hey Randy what does it do with this he's like I oh, don't know go do that and I'm like okay they go do it and Then he's like why do you guys keep asking me these questions I'm like you're the mayor he's like what? It's kind of a cool way to make somebody the mayor. A what? He's like,
0: we don't tell me it's the mayor. Just ask him some vague questions about the city. Yeah. See what kind of decisions he makes. <laughs>
1: yeah. That is white trash as fuck, bro. It's nuts. My grandpa, he just moved out because he, he's, he's in a home now. Mm. But uh, he lived in McIntyre forever. Ever since he was a kid. But dude, there's like five families that live there now. So it's like, it's wild. We're not really mayoring a whole lot. No. When we went there for like family get-togethers and stuff, there's one pop machine you had to walk across town to get to it was really cool because you put your 50 cents in you'd hit double buttons really fast and you'd get confused and shoot out two pops
3: <laughs> nice
1: you'd <get> sick. damn <laughs> somebody wasn't really doing the math on their inventory on that one. <laughs> no Well, Just, the machine was so dumb that it got confused like I don't know here's both of them <laughs> I love that I love that it took you fuckheads to figure it
0: out too. Yeah. you had to get your fixings a mountain Dew to fucking, <laughs> fucking make it through the day <laughs> Dude, it is a Mountain Dew town. Like, yeah. it Every like town across the Midwest that doesn't have a population over a thousand is a Mountain Dew town. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, I do feel bad for saying that about Milford a little bit, though. But I do stand by it. <laughs> but I will also say, uh, even though I feel bad, I, I mean it. Uh, that looks pretty down there, CRP. Oh, nice.
3: Yeah, that
0: looks good. Ooh, redneck blind. Um, but I guess if people that come to new windsor and like do a circle around new windsor might feel the same way about new windsor it's a mountain new town too not new windsor 100 percent is a mountain new town but i also do i drive around new windsor like during the day like i drop my daughter off to school and like before i go back to the studio and i like love it
1: yeah you're like well what Main Street business am i gonna buy next <laughs> gentrification. I'm <laughs> <Just> kidding.
0: <laughs> Not much to gentrify in a town of 500 people. Yeah. Um. You got the depot and WCB. Yeah. Oh, rumor on the streets, we're getting a pizza place. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. So, oh, uh, really nice. Things are looking up. That's just how I, you know, that's, there it is. Yeah. Milford, yeah. So is Milford, like, northern Illinois? No, it's like, like, Champaign would be, like, in town. Okay. And that's so, probably not even, that's how I perceive it. It's still not that bad, though. Like mean, not bad. Like, it's not Chicago. I wouldn't raise my kids there. It's okay. not the city, but it's not, it just feels far away from everything to me. Yeah. I know, it sounds bad for everybody that lives in that area, but... <laughs> I got a family down there still, and they're all normal. Yeah, they're uh, good for the most part. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's a, it's a it's farm area. It's all farm, flat. Not a lot of terrain. It's very flat in that area. Um,
1: but yeah, yeah, right. About, it's real close to the Indiana border. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yep. You I know no, no, Chicago just really fucks Illinois all up, dude. Oh, it's the worst. It's insane. Yeah,
0: I really think like. They should just blend, like, Chicago and Milwaukee, like,
1: in one big, like... They should. You know what I mean? Yeah, they should just sacrifice Wisconsin. Make them a very deep, blue state, give them Chicago, and just let Illinois be normal. You know, I think the move would probably just be, like, box out
0: Milwaukee and Chicago together. Like, everything in between is just, like... Oh, yeah. Make their own state.
1: Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Give them Canada. Yeah. Yeah, give them to Canada. Chicago.
2: Milwaukee.
1: Yeah. I don't no. know, fucking... We should just, honestly, like... Call it I, the lake state. <laughs> I've talked about this, like, before. I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast, but just in... With people where it's like, is secession really that bad? Like, do you think that'd be that bad? If America just kind of yeah. split up? Mm, like, in different countries? Yeah. Oh, uh, I wouldn't be about that. Like, I don't think that'd be good. Not in half. I'm just saying, like, if we boxed off, like, we'll give them, like, the West Coast... California, Oregon. Is it a, its own
0: country? Yeah. I just don't feel like... Then we can take it Everybody
1: them try and invade them. Yeah, well, it just well, be the U.S. again. we well, didn't invade them, yeah. But you would get them all in one spot. <laughs> I'm just, that was so bad. <laughs> that was terrible. I'm, I'm trying, just joking. I
0: mean, I see what you're saying. <laughs> it's like that game, that app you always get advertisements for on your phone. Of like, if there was a Civil War... Oh, yeah. What state
1: would you be in? I'm Texas. Yeah. <laughs> uh... No, I, I'm, it's I'm fun not, to talk about. it's fun to talk about. That's also another t- thing I don't really believe in. I it's don't just, want America to split. It's just hilarious. But it's kind of fun to think about sometimes. Am I getting people a reason to tune in? Like, oh, dude, this dude's so radical. He thinks that California and Oregon should be their own country. and He, it, he dies on that. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a lot. It's actually pretty popular. Oh, it's that's a, a thing? Yeah, especially in the Libertarian Party. There's a lot of good shit in Oregon and, and Washington. There's a lot of good shit. Rosies. Those yeah, cool. Loophole. Like, loophole, they'd figure it out.
0: Yeah. They figure it out. They figure it out. Like I'm all for like the city becoming one big like area and like just don't
1: touch shit you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Stick to your city shit. When it really boils down to it's like when city shit blows up into state and federal shit, that's when it gets bad. That's why right. I that's why I'm I'm honestly like and this is me being a real world, it's like I'm a huge believer in uh such a small federal government that the normal person can barely even notice that's there. Yeah. Because how can the federal government have sweeping regulations that's good for the whole country? Like, everyone's so different. People it's in possible. Texas are so different than people in Oregon. People in Oregon are so different than people in Iowa. Like, we're all so different. Yeah. That's what makes America great. But what fucks America is when you get some some asshat from a different state that's trying to bring his state politics to the federal level and enforce... Right every state to bow down and bend the knee to his rule, basically. You almost need, like,
0: regional governments that kind of, like, I don't know. What the, obviously, talking off the top of my head here and thinking out loud, you almost need, like, a, a government that helps manage, like, these states, and they work together and make shit that works for everybody in that region. Like, Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, South Dakota, North Dakota, like, they could have a better... Meeting to make like gun laws that work for all of them. Well, then they would for Detroit, mm-hmm.
1: in Michigan, and Chicago, and Illinois. and That's the way the the country was set up, though. Yeah. You know, each state, if it wasn't explicitly listed in the Constitution as being a federal a federal thing, then it goes to the states. Yeah. Right. Right. So, but gun laws. In my opinion, gun laws are not a state-to-state issue because it's explicitly, in black and white, written out saying, shall not be infringed. Like, right. That's written out. Just, just leave me alone about it. Blatantly written out, every state that infringes on your Second Amendment rights should be destroyed. Like, that yeah. law should be destroyed it should be abolished immediately because it's unconstitutional. I'm with you. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yep. But that's why I don't believe gun laws, those should stay federal because... It's explicitly listed in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Right. But when it comes to, like, abortion issues, gay rights, all this other shit, that, uh, uh, transgender shit, all that stuff is state by state. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the federal government whatsoever. Right. If people in Arkansas want to have a men's, men's and women's bathroom, and people in California want to have four different bathrooms for whatever they want, then that's on them. Like that in, California. That's yeah. their, that's their state. That's what they want. That's what they get to do. Like, 100%. That's one hundred percent a state by state issue, that kind of stuff. But when it comes to like, explicitly listed in the Constitution, that is a federal deal. Yeah. But they yeah. they need to support and defend the Constitution as it's written because that's the that is the baseline of America. Whether people like to say it or not, whether you are left leaning or right leaning or anything else, like the Constitution is the baseline. Yeah. For the entire country, and that's what made this country so great, so fast. Right. It's I'm with those, you. It's those freedoms, you know?
0: Yeah, I think gun laws are stupid. Like, I, I don't think I should have a permit to carry my fucking
1: clock. Fuck. No. No. You don't need a permit to carry any, any other as long as dangerous weapon. As long as
0: I have proved that I shouldn't have it.
1: Yeah, right. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're not... And even then, honestly, like, felons, they should be able to own guns as long as it's not, like, a... Uh, if it's a victimless crime, i.e., Hey, I got busted with, you know, some weed in my car. Now yeah. it's a, and I was in Arkansas, and now it's a felony. Now I can't own guns because I had some weed in my car. Hey, that's, crazy. Yeah, I that's pl- crazy. I had
0: a plant that grows out of the earth in my car. That's nuts. And now I can't have a gun. Yeah, I I, have, I, I'm with you on that. I can have a
1: 1,000 pounds of tomatoes, but I can't have an eighth of weed. That's crazy. It's crazy to become a felon for something like that. But yeah. if you, you know... Brutally rape somebody, then yeah, you probably shouldn't own guns. Yeah, you should never be able to
0: see what a gun looks like. You should actually be beat to death in prison. Yeah,
1: you should. It's like, there's a lot of things that you shouldn't do after you commit a heinous crime like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: fuck, yeah, exactly. I think that everybody kind of is on that page.
1: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's just, I don't know, some, you talk to some, you know, pro gun advocates, like, oh yeah, fucking Constitution, red blooded American, guns rule. Smoking weed? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you piece of shit.
0: Yeah, it's like you well, shouldn't you go have to the guns. bar and get
1: tanked up on bush light all night. Yeah, you can drink ice house in the corner of a bar all night, but you can't. You shouldn't have a gun either, dude. Drugs
0: are bad and good.
1: You ever been to the range with someone that's drunk? No, I've been. Me to either, a,
0: dude. I've been to a shooting range. Oh god, I've probably been the most dangerous shooting range in the country. Uh, Princeton, Iowa. Okay. There's, you ever been there, Jordan? I don't even know if it's still open. It's like public shooting and just go out there and
1: start blasting and it's not fun. Not fun. Is it outdoor? Yeah. Well, just is it just anarchy? Uh, yeah,
0: basically. I mean <laughs> nice. the times I've been, I'm sure they've I would be surprised if it's still open if they didn't like crack down on it. But you just roll up and I've just seen some shit go
1: on there. I'm like, ah I don't know. I don't like any of this. There's a place in El Paso that we shot at all the time. It was, uh, <coughs> called it, uh, Red Sands. It was just this random spot outside of El Paso. I don't know if it's public land or private land. I don't, I don't know. I never actually looked it up, but it's just where everyone went to shoot. There'd be like dishwashers out there <laughs> and random appliances. There was a refrigerator that was filled with tannerite at one point in time because it was exploded. Oh. Like it was just, uh, it, was just, it that was anarchy, dude. I was yeah. out there shooting one time and I heard someone else shooting from a uh, ways away here in i seeing like, dude, what the fuck, dude? I'm oh, out here shooting too. We went to this range in
0: Salt Lake. I was just I, about to say that. I don't know what the range. It was actually a nice range, and they had rules and regulation. But
2: it just kind of sketchy.
0: i had just never been to a place where they had a downrange. They had stands that you kind of like flipped, so that so there was a berm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You shoot the targets above the berm. There was a berm behind that berm, and you went in through this tunnel, and you walked between the two berms while they were live shooting. Oh, yeah. And you'd flip around your range so nobody, you know, there's no chance of anybody getting shot, but it's just the bullets singing over your head yeah. while you're up there changing the paper out. Yep. It just seems like you get hit with shrapnel, like, hitting the dirt and the bullet kind of, like, dispersing. Yeah.
1: There's some army, army ranges that were like that. Yeah, it's just weird hearing that bullet crack over your head like that. Yeah, dude, bullets cracking over your head are, it's, it's a different sound. Yeah, I didn't it's expect it, but I was like, I don't like this. Yeah, I mean... My first time ever hearing a bullet crack over my head was, a, it was pretty like, whoa, shit, okay. People that actually probably actually happened in, in real life, like, you were yeah, getting shot at. They are trying to kill me, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, it's, it's a lot different. It's a little but, more real. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but that bullet crack is still the same, where it's like you hear it, and it's close, and you hear that, like, crack. That's crazy. It. It's like, whoa. You don't really know how close they, You can kind of tell how close they are, yeah. depending on the crack. And once you get shot at it enough times, you can kind of tell, Yeah. they're, they're they're pretty far off. When I mean far, I mean, like, probably a couple of feet, so we're good. Yeah, they're missing. They're missing, so it's fine. But then you hear some crack, you're like, holy shit. That Dude. was right next to me. God dang. I don't know. That's scary as fuck. I almost got my dick shot off in Afghanistan. Really? Yeah. How do you know that? Well, because we're <clears throat> maneuvering. We are got a little firefight, and we are running up. So A little in, firefight. In Afghanistan, they have these terraced fields. So, so when they... Where in their, the crop farmers out in the rural areas, uh-huh. they have, so they build up these big terraces. So it's like almost like big, like leveled out spots that they're growing poppies and, and whatever else in. And it's flat and then it pops up like rocks and it pops up in another flat spot and it, that's where they grow crops on, right? Okay. Because so they have to flatten it out because they're in the side of a mountain. Yeah. So they have these terraced fields and they made for good cover so you can hide behind the rock wall and be able to. You know, hide behind those and shoot back and everything else. But we had a maneuver on this building, and uh, we had to jump up on this terrace field and run across a pretty wide open spot. And yeah, I remember getting opened up on by with a PKM. I remember seeing like the bullets fucking hitting like in oh. between my legs. Gosh. And I just fucking fell Because right when I popped up Off this terrace I was about ready to start Running across the open and I just fucking heard it open up I'm like shit 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 And I saw it hitting the field I'm like oh no And I saw it like, going between my legs And I just like, Jumped back Oh my gosh And I'm like holy shit And like, check my dick I'm like okay we're good dude we're Whoa good. Holy shit that's nuts I don't like that That shit's scary It was nuts The Same mission I got pink eye on I think I got double pink eye Really? Because I face planted In a shit, in a shit creek Oh really? Yeah. It's got bacteria in your eye? Third world country turds in my eyeballs. Uh, <laughs> I don't <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't well, get well, your okay. dick shot off. I know. My wife would be unimpressed. Yeah, it would be a bad time. Probably wouldn't be married, actually. I, I just go know. I just go eunuch. i probably become actually I'd probably become a Catholic priest, I'm like I can't use it anyways, so mm. might as well get right with the Lord. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at on all that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> well, i <I'm> clear. <laughs> that's... No. Yeah, that's scary shit, dude. Yeah. No, there's... there's you know, but you're getting shot at and me getting shot at way different. Yeah,
1: but the bullet cracking is the insane. It's, it's still a pretty harrowing sound and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just, even, I felt like we shouldn't have been in there, even, but... Even when you're in a spot where you know you're safe, hearing that crack is still... Like your instinct's just telling you not to be there. Yeah. Yeah. You because know? I'm assuming it's like a built-up, like... It had concrete in there and everything else too it was like a kind of a bunker system it was situation. Just, to me it was just like piles of dirt oh. like big mounds, like berms like a berm you know oh um,
0: so it wasn't like yeah it wasn't like a big concrete wall now there was a tube that was buried that we walked through to get into the berms mm-hmm. like it was engineered for safety i reckon but <laughs> <laughs> i reckon but it, i don't know it just seemed like something could go wrong one day How would you feel about it, Jordan? Did you like it?
2: Not really. It just felt weird, right? It was like, I was like, I'm sure I'm safe. but I don't feel safe.
1: Yeah, that's the best way to explain it. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that, honestly. I don't like going downrange at a shooting range when anyone else even has, like... When I go downrange, I like to make sure everyone is unloaded, locked to the rear, open... All the bolts are open and everyone's away from their guns then you go down range check your targets plus them up change targets if you need to that kind of situation yeah this range was
0: like it was good there was a dude that like monitored everybody and like you had to check in and check out and they had like certain rules at the tables they're pretty strict with which they should be and then uh like you went on some stairs you went down this big berm on the uh on like the left side of it down the mountain And that was built up, and then you went around all the way to the tunnel, then went downrange. So, it was... Is that when you guys were there for Mountain Ops thing? Yeah, we were checking the rifles just because... I'm sorry. uh, You're right. We are checking the rifles just to make sure, because if we were going to use them, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Did you bring yours down there? uh, No, I didn't, because I wasn't sighted in past 200 yards. Oh, okay. And I was pretty committed to the bow anyway, so... Right. Um... So, anyway, yeah, Eric was shooting, and he, he had a big, like, muzzle brake on his gun, and it was just yeah. blasting the guy next
1: to him. The guy was pissed. Oh, dude, those muzzle brakes are intense.
0: Yeah, which I never even thought about that, you know, because you're never shooting right next to somebody. Oh, dude, it's not Like, so this dude is, like, giving it, Eric the fucking stink eye. And he's like, <laughs> are you guys
2: done shooting that one?
0: <laughs> he goes, what's that other rifle you got have a muzzle brake on? I'm like, I don't know. And it wasn't my rifle. And
2: he's like, he's like...
0: Does it have a muzzle brake on it? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) It's
1: not my rifle. I'm a fucking bow hunter, asshole. Yeah. Not some fucking puke like you. Not some fucking puke weekend warrior rifle hunter. Not some gay. (laughs) (laughs) Which honestly, if you think about it, like... Guns aren't gay. No, they're quite opposite of gay. Yeah. But it's fun. It is fun calling gun hunters gay sometimes. Crossbows are gay. (laughs) That's something we can all get behind. Now we're getting into the good shit. Yeah, dude.
0: Yeah. No, it it was an (laughs) interesting... I mean, it was a good experience, I think,
1: for a bunch of bow guys. Was uh, Eric's rifle he was using, was that three hundred one Meg? I have no idea. I have no fucking clue, dude. Uh, It was a...
0: One of them was. The one I shot... At the range, of
1: three hundred win mag. You know, I don't fucking know, honestly. Probably was, honestly. Uh, three hundred win mag is probably it it's probably a thirty caliber or some sort. Whether it's a three hundred win mag or three hundred PRC or something like that. Those mountain ops guys, <laughs> they got the Muns to be getting them PRCs. Yeah,
0: one sure. was,
1: one of them was a Browning x bolt. Okay. And that, those do come stocked with like a radial brake.
0: Yeah. Is, this one was like a base model. X-Bolt. I didn't realize there's
1: so many models of the X-Bolt. Yeah, and yeah, you got the, the X-Bolt Speed, which is what you have. The X-Bolt SR, which is suppressor-ready. Oh. I don't know what the, what I'm the suppressor difference suppressor-ready? Yeah, and they all are, because they all have brakes on them, so you just um, unthread the brake and put on a suppressor.
3: Yep,
0: yep. But
1: I I do know like the base model X-Bolt, like the X-Bolt Hunter, is not. That's just your stock. I think that's no, what this was. No it was barrel. a co-
0: black composite stock. Okay. It um, had a different trigger on it. I only knew that because of mine
1: right here comparing to yours.
0: Yeah. yeah you uh, got
1: one of the higher end X-Bolts. Yeah. Bolts. yeah. Yep. I don't know the reason think, why
0: I did that because I just wanted to feel good about it. You know?
1: Yeah. I think yours is the speed though I think the suppressor ready ones are actually a little bit shorter barrel length too. I think, they, Mine's, uh, I think yours is a 26 inch barrel.
0: Yeah my barrel's kind of long I felt like.
1: Yeah. But it's a light it's like a backcountry gun. Yep. It's a contoured it's a tapered contoured barrel yeah. so it's yep. lighter. Uh, but I mean I'm pretty sure because I 300 wind mags like, all those magnum calibers I'm pretty X, sure come stock with oh, sick DIX nice. but they come stock with like those magnum calibers come with a 26 inch barrel generally wow. just because they're magnums like a 30 out 6 I'm at like a 24 inch barrel that's a standard action with a standard caliber so yeah. those magnums are going to be a little bit longer yeah, not as remember. handy in the woods
0: yeah, I uh, I did some research like what barrel length I should get and shit. I don't remember it was been a long time, but I, got, I actually got into researching on them and shit. But I just knew by the time I was like, oh, that's what I want. Like I just went and found it at Shields. I'm like, oh, there's my rifle. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I get it. It's a lot of shit taken. So like, I guess me personally, like I'm I'm like okay. The way you look at guns is kind of the way I look at bows. Yeah, I get it. You know? Like, yeah. I I have my bow set up. i like, that's what I got.
0: Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. it works. Like, yeah. I don't
1: know all the ins and outs of, like, all the different bow models and stuff like that. But, you know, I have an elite terrain. That's what I got. I got yeah. victory or fat SS arrows. Like, that's what I shoot it works. Yeah, you know, it's but good. But I do, I don't nerd out on bow stuff. Like, I do gun stuff. Yeah. So, it's, now. Know. That's let just me... the way I was, the way I was raised is just, like, I love guns. Like, is the thing I've always... like. That's always been my yeah. passion since I was a kid. So I've always, like, for fun, researched guns and looked them up and
0: yeah. kept up the Plus a military them. guy. It kind of fits, yeah. it fits your vibe. But, but even, like, with... Like you've killed a good buck with a bow. You've killed some African shit with a
1: bow. Like, you don't, you're don't. you not, like, damn, it's way cooler. You don't feel that way? I just, it's different. It's different. I can't yeah. compare it. Honestly, like, a lot of people like to compare, like, both their boning experience to their gun hunting experience. It's just... They're two completely different things, in my opinion. Yeah. I love shooting shit with a gun. I also love shooting shit with a bow. Like, I guess I look at, to go back to, like, the um, traditions and stuff, I love hunting with a gun because it's inherently group-oriented, right? Yeah. So, even if you're out there in the backcountry hunting with your buddies with a gun. Is that a hunting blind just posted up right there? Like, someone is hunting that? Standard pop up line on a what platform. What the fuck? Where are they hunting? The pines. Cedars. The the inner city.
0: Seemed very weird. <laughs> that would seem very non productive. Interesting. <sighs> Not where I'd put one. That was weird as fuck. Was weird I've as never fuck. seen that. Not placed like that. No. It's like in a, in the bottom of the ditch. You had like five yards and you're in the middle yeah, of the Yeah, probably parks off the interstate to hunt that.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Uh but yeah, so like Whenever I do any type of gun hunting, whether it's rifle hunting, like out west or you're doing deer drives in the Midwest, it's all group oriented. When I'm bow hunting, that's my time for myself, you know? Like, it's me time. I get to go out there with my own thoughts and talk shit to myself or battle my demons by myself in the woods with no one else there. So that's, that's what I love about bow hunting. But that's also what I love about gun hunting is the fact that it's the complete opposite. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. Okay.
0: I get it. I get it. I mean, dude, most people do both. Yeah. You know? And I'm not, like, I, I do both. Mm. But just don't, not like. I—I I, My comparison between it is, I've had a lot of fun and the kills I've, the kill, that sounds like we're arcade hunters. The well, kills that I've killed, the animals doing, I've you're, shot. You're, you're killing them. Yeah, the animals I've shot with a gun have been a lot of fun, and I've been very excited, and I cherish all of them, and it's been awesome. Like, yes, I've been normally with someone at the shot with my rifle, and those are great, but the... uh, I I don't want This is going to sound like I'm ungrateful. The depth of the excitement doesn't penetrate as deep for me as it does of, like, going in there and doing that hanging hunt and killing floppy. Like, calculated at 11 yards, that type of shit.
1: Yeah. um, The feeling
0: for me is different.
1: No, it is different, for sure. And it is different for me, too. Like, I find myself... So, I don't get, like... I've... Knock on wood, if there's any around here. I've never had, like, had a battle with target panic. I've never had a battle with, like, buck fever or anything. Like, I've had bucks come in that get me riled up, but it's never been in anything overwhelmingly... Like oh my gosh, I just can't stop the shakes kind of thing. Yeah, but those when I'm hunting with a gun, I get excited, but I don't get like that. But when I am hunting with a bow, after I shoot it, after I shoot a, like a big like a nice buck with my bow, afterwards I'm like holy shit. Then it hits me, and then I start shaking and stuff. Yeah, like I don't get that with a gun, but it's also because bow hunting, ninety five percent of the time. Is boring as fuck <laughs> Yeah it like gets fucking Boring as hell Which is yeah. what I love about it Because you're just sitting there You know so it Meditating get, It gets you in the mental time, to- In the mental yeah. space a little There's bit. a lot of yeah. stuff You can think about You get in your own head a lot So you're Good battling Your own things a lot And then you're also like Cherishing the time You're out there in the woods Where it's all quiet And calm and everything else Right But it's boring as fuck 95% of the time So then when you get That 5% of action You're like Holy shit This is happening This is what I've been waiting for Yeah And it's awesome when you're gun hunting, you're having fun the whole time. When you're with somebody, when you're with your your buddies and you're talking, you're spotting, you're looking for things, you're doing these you're doing these things, or you're doing a deer drive, you're having a yeah. good time the whole time. But it's not yeah, but you the the end process of the kill, you're right, it doesn't that that, that moment doesn't penetrate as deep, yeah I guess, like emotionally as it does with the bow. You're absolutely right. I feel yeah with that. But what, I will say that's I That's what I like about it too. I don't feel bored.
0: Like I'm in my head, every sit is the sit for me. Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah, we're gonna get one right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think I might just have, I might just be wired for it a little different. And mm-hmm. like, end the days I'm
1: sitting there like, fuck, one's got to be in here. Right. Maybe that's also the thing too. Where it's like, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where I was going that. It, but it's like, I don't have that. I, guess I do have that, where I, I go in to sit, I go in and I, I sit confidently, but I, I don't, I guess I'm not sitting there, like, fucking laser-focused the entire time I'm sitting. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm looking at the trees, I'm looking at the scrolls, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, and then I'm sitting down, I'm like, fuck, Yeah, I'm is dead. generally, this like, dead as fuck now. almost, like, wired-focused,
0: for the most part. How are you? Yeah. Like, almost to the point where I'm exhausted hmm. after I sit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I get down, I'm like, oh.
1: Whew. That was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Kind of right. like, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I don't know, but it's still boring, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, get, I get what you're getting at, but I don't feel the boredom is uh, hard. Like, I guess. I guess my maybe boredom's the wrong word for it, but it's sedentary, slow. It's slow. It's sedentary. You're sitting.
0: But I think it takes years of bow hunting to get to where you're sitting there motivated every time. Right. Because I used to want to get down early. You know, fairly early when I was young, I texted me. dad, like, hey, what time do you want to get down? Like, I had already sat through, and I was like,
1: ah, ready, ready to get down. So every sit you sit in, are you, like, 100% confident, like, this is the sit? Even if it's not the sit, but you're going in there with that confidence? wouldn't say, like, 100% confident, but I feel like if I'm going, I feel really good. So, but you're going... Most cases. Every time you go sit, you're sitting with a purpose. You're not sitting... With a like, a, I don't know what's going on, so I'm just gonna go sit. Not always. Okay. Because
0: I don't want that to get lost. Because you don't always have to know what's going on to go have a good motivating sit. You could be in the mix, but a lot of times I'll sit looking for a clue to give me my next motivated sit. Oh. Yeah. Does that makes sense.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So, just because I don't not like, oh, I'm gonna kill one, I might get a tip that tells me where to move or what to do on my next sit.
1: Right. You know what I mean? That's what you're saying. It's like uh, you're constantly looking. Yeah, like no, not like a scavenger hunt, but kind of where it's like, or like a detective where you're like, okay, I'm gonna go sit here and then see where that sit takes me. Kind of. Yeah.
0: Like for me, if I just dumb it way, way, way down, like in for this example, okay, say floppy is a deer I got a picture of or I'd seen in an area. Well, I know on certain winds, deer typically do this to that. How can I be in that area to? uh tip myself off to maybe get a clue mm-hmm. you know what I mean or like oh shit he came out of that draw way over there 300 yards away and you're not on the chips to kill him with a bow but you might be tomorrow
1: yeah that makes sense yeah I guess I'm it's like, I don't know uh, I'm just starting to, the biggest problem with me is that I it's hard for me because I hunt a lot of public it's hard for me to like yeah. sit in public and be like yeah baby I get that. Confidence. I so get like, that. What if someone just came tromping through your butthole surfer comes f- sliding down the fucking trail? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, you never know when they're going to come sliding down the, the trail that you're sitting on. 100%. Yeah, that's... It, it can be different. But if I had my own spot, I'd be a lot more confident, obviously.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get it. It ebbs and flows. hmm And, you know, that's a whole other podcast, too. It's like... It is. Different skill set. Well, different hunting tactic type skill sets apply for private and public and the guy that's Rammy that can be Rammy on public because he doesn't give a fuck if he bumps a deer because he's got this much acreage and someone else is gonna bump a deer anyway. You can't really just do that on a forty acre piece of private and no, expect geez. that deer's not gonna move.
1: One thing I have noticed on private, especially during like bow season, is that I maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the deer are... Is there a car over there? It's it looking like? Nope, you're good. Over here in front? In front? Oh, yeah, there's a big-ass semi. All right, we'll wait. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of the deer, especially during bow season, are a lot more forgiving with bumping than private land deer.
0: Yeah, probably just because it happens more Because it happens more.
1: Especially if you bump them in an area where they are used to being bumped, like on a trail or at a parking area or something like that. If they're not going to blow out of the country, you know, you know, there are pockets of public that don't get touched a whole lot. So, if you're in there, then they yeah. respond a lot differently. But I think the deer kind of know, like, I'm used to seeing humans over here. So, if you bump them in that general vicinity, they're not they're going to be a lot more forgiving.
0: Well, too, I think a lot of times, an example for that, like, all right, public versus private. But I think a lot of people, the only perception of what they have of private is, like, what they see on, like, Lee Likoski and Mark and Terry Jury Hunt. Yeah. There's, like, average public ground that average dude has that hasn't built himself up to, like, where he wants to be. It's not like that. No. Partially because one don't know the money or resources yet. But they're also in their 50s that have hunted their entire lives and grown businesses around hunting. And, like, so, yeah, I, hopefully one day I can have that, too. But it's not like... I'm going to go kill a Super Mega or see a Super Mega every time I hunt just because I'm on private. It doesn't magically right. make my piece amazing. Yeah. Like, it's still susceptible to pressure mm-hmm. and everything else. It's not It's not a fucking
1: gimme, is what I'm saying. No. It, I mean, it does obviously make it better because you control the pressure. And yeah, that's the generally. One, that's the number one thing. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's your own personal piece that you own, you, yeah, you get to kind of pick and choose when... You're getting not right? Yeah, yeah. On public land, you have no control over that stuff, obviously. But so but it, does, it does set. make that does make private better. Otherwise, people wouldn't want to buy private. If if the yeah. if the hunting was just as good on public as it was on private, people wouldn't buy private land to hunt.
0: Yeah. You know. I guess my point is too is like applying pressure when and when not, or, or basically when not you know, not applying pressure is a skill in its own. Yeah. Who was that guy that said that, uh, John Foreman, no, the best food plot is no pressure. There It is. Yep, that's
1: like my favorite saying, I Don think.
0: Higgins just put a video out and, uh, he basically kind of, Don's kind of known lately. I feel like for making like controversial takes, which is funny, but he's the moon guy, right? No, oh. uh, Don's the, uh, real life wildlife, seed guy oh um, okay and he's killed some giants yeah but he's like you know he made it I thought it was an interesting video from Don he's like you know you got your guy saying you know you need to go bury a water tank and refill that water tank and you need to fucking do this and put horizontal scrape posts or rub posts and put knock scrapes all over this food plot area you're hunting he's like well you go in there he's like you're just it's just human pressure every time you want to fucking tinker with something mm-hmm. it's like basically what, he, basically what he's saying he's a, a making John's statement of don't fuck around
1: out there. What are you doing? Right. You get, get everything you need to get done in the off season and leave it alone. Yeah, just
0: do it in a quick blast and or, you know, or however you think you need to do it. But, yeah, uh,
1: Yeah, fucking around in there all the time is not good. No. But that And that is what makes private land better than public land is that yep. you get to control when people come and go and how the deer are pressured and all this other stuff. So that is yeah. the one thing where you're buying private land it's so you're private so you yeah. can do your own thing yeah you can do your own thing yep. to it. Yeah, and, that's sure. what, and that's what's great but public you know the whole and that whole public land versus private land thing is an, kind of an annoying subject just because it's like it's just two, two totally different ways to hunt? different the way i look at it hunting a lot of public land it's like i almost feel blessed because i'm like i'm not stuck to just one piece i have thousands of acres to go play around on yeah you know, it does a lot of it, sometimes it, could, it, it, does it suck sometimes and you get blown out by other people? Yes, absolutely. But you can just go to the next place. You can go to the next piece and just kind of bounce around and do that thing. Right. When you have private, it's like, that's your spot. Well,
0: that too, and it's like, I think even if you took, if you took a dude, like, you know, the take you just, you know, or the point you just made, take a guy who hunts public exclusively like that and put him on 40 acres, 40 acres square, and have them hunt a season there mm-hmm. he's either gonna I don't know I think it's just a big adjustment likewise if you took a dude who only hunts a 40 acre square and put him into that public situation oh yeah you're both out of your element and there's skills to be learned
1: on each end of it whether yep. anybody wants to admit it or not it's like when one to, when to push and be aggressive and one not to yeah like when you're on private you have you have to really pick and choose your battles when you want to be aggressive yeah when you're on public me personally when i'm on public i'm aggressive 100% of the time all the time like i'm just going in there i'm being careful but i'm getting close to betting like known like but known betting areas i've previously scouted or something like that i want to get close to them as soon as i have a good a good wind or a you know a cold front coming in or something like that when it feels good i get very aggressive and I don't really let up, and if I bump them, I bump them. So kind of, me... But if I'm hunting private, I do not do that. I hunt more transition areas and yeah. over maybe over a food plot or something like that. I hunt much more conservatively on private land because I want to hold them on there. I don't want the deer to know that I'm anywhere in there at all. The so public it's... land deer is complete. It's kind of opposite.
0: So let's back that conversation up then for the public guys. Maybe that's the fucking problem with all public land is everybody has an attitude. Well, someone else is going to come in here and fuck it up too. I'm just going to go in and fuck it up. Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean maybe
1: but I mean, it's just one of those. Oh, yeah, it needs to change. Don't don't get me wrong. It doesn't need to change, but when you when you're hunting conservatively on public, you're and losing. You, see, and you and you look over there and you see someone else fucking getting in there. Getting in either, there at the hunting they, public. Either, yeah, <laughs> either they kill or they blow them out. It's like then you're sitting there out of the chips 50% odds yeah. over
0: there he's killing or he's not let's right. go yeah yeah. no I get it yeah.
1: so if we have a pub-
0: a if we have a public of- point though it is a great point like it- what what could change to make hunting better for everyone to enjoy
1: yeah for deer hunting on public especially when you're bow hunting you know yeah. I mean, even gun hunting honestly it's like all that it's like if you were to be a little more conservative it would be better for everybody that's probably why a lot of people kind of throw shade on the hunting public and
0: even whitetail adrenaline
1: oh yeah Cause they're literally running around, yeah. chasing deer.
0: That's by the way, nothing against either. You no. know, we're good friends with. Yeah, I love it. I love that.
1: Uh, it's a like awesome prison.
0: Looks Sid- like a prison. It's not an elementary school.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it it is, does kind of look like one though. Something's going on. <laughs> but yeah, not to knock that st- like style of hunting because I think it is exciting. It's fun. It's cool to watch and it's fun to do. Yeah. But if everyone hunted a little more conservatively, it would be better for everybody. And the public land pieces would grow giants. Jordan, awesome. I'm going to cool you
0: off. i got to get some air in this bitch. Oh, no, thank to...
1: God, dude. I'm fucking dying. I'm heat-stroking here. And I
0: was going to open the window, but it would just be too
1: loud on the mic. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm in this. Well, we're both in the sun
0: now.
3: Here, real quick. Intermission. Hair.
0: This segment's brought to you by Grizzly Cooler. <laughs> this
1: <window laughs> is my segment. Cool yourself down with a Grizzly Cooler. There you go. <laughs> Did you hear my... uh I did not ad a while ago. Flipped the script a little bit. Have you ever used your cooler as, uh, to keep things hot?
0: I have never done it, but I hear guys will do like or sous-vide or Sous-vide, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm going to do a video on it sometime with a, my, my grizzly. I'm going like, to sous-vide some steaks in there because I just figured out how to do it. It's going to be badass. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm interested. It's called a redneck sous-vide.
0: I want to try it. You just get it hot and boil water and put it in there? What?
1: Basically, but you have to get it to a certain temperature and then you put your steaks in there and close the lid and fucking let it do its thing. Just kind like, of toss more hot water right in or, there. Or, oh, okay. Yeah, you have to have a thermometer in there, preferably with the one with the coordinates going to a digital thermometer, and you fucking stick it in there. And once it gets, if it starts dropping below, I think it's like 140 or something like that, then you just toss more hot water in there and just keep it at 140. But with a good cooler, it'll keep that hot water hot for wow. way longer. You'll I'm on board. You can eat some steaks, but. There's couple here. I put a. Uh, after uh, what I do a lot of times with coolers, like Thanksgiving especially smoke your turkey and stuff you put it in a cooler to keep it warm when you're transferring to the next person's house ah good idea a
3: little
1: fucking I like that talk about that that's a good one
0: yeah dog but yeah good combo alright Jordan
1: what do you got
2: I don't got much
1: fuck yeah dude (laughs) hot take hot take you got anything to say back there about anything or you're just like whatever dude What's something you think about a
0: lot? You're like, damn, people would definitely hate me if I told everybody about this. What's a thought you have that you know people want to kill you for? Yeah. Um, if the RR chick
2: has a boyfriend, that definitely doesn't
1: like me. Definitely not listening. Um,
0: (laughs) from what I would guess is, if she does have a boyfriend, everybody on Instagram doesn't know about it, right?
1: So, yeah, that's true. It doesn't look like it. So
0: that's her fault. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he should be mad
0: at her first.
1: Honestly, yeah. Whenever you're pointing your finger at someone else, you got three more you got, pointing back at you. you. got this bitch right next to you What caused all your drama in your life. That's why I always point with a fucking knife hand, dude. That's right, dude. Finger, I'm, a, I'm always right. Finger guns. Ain't no fingers finger pointing back at me. <laughs> well. All right, guys. well, thanks, Jordan. Appreciate that. That's good. <laughs> that <was> good. <laughs> all right, well. Thanks for finally doing this, Kurt. Yeah, I didn't really have a choice. You no, know, you didn't. <laughs> I busted out the fuzzy ball. I pulled it off, actually. Yeah, I but. feel bad that, like, <laughs> it looks like on paper that I've been avoiding you. No, I get it, dude. You don't like gun hunters and you don't like Wait, guns. Wait, I've had you on working class on <laughs> DeerCast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've as been Vic, That's Victory deer Drive. Deer yep. That's good enough. It is wow. good enough, dude. I mean, we're going to step it up. I'm not, a, I'm not crying about it. It's just, it was just a funny, because I, I felt looks like. It really I, bad for me. <laughs> I felt like I've been a guest on Working Class, but then I started thinking, like, no, I haven't. I've been a guest on DeerCast. You've co-hosted Working Class. You've been on DeerCast. I Help, mean, I helped. I was sitting in and on the podcast with Mark Drury, so I'm like, I really can't bitch about much. That was pretty awesome. Pretty high honor It's pretty high host dude. job there. That was awesome. Okay. That was All right, awesome. I feel less bad. Now, no. Yeah, don't feel bad. It's just, it's funny, because I've never, it's never been, like, and now I don't need this by any It's just, like, funny, because I was thinking, like, I've never been, like, a guest on Working Class. But, but right. I guess on Deercast We'll change
0: it We'll change that
1: well, Don't let me do it
3: like,
0: I'll that wasn't, That's I'll, not what this
1: episode is about, Kurt <laughs> I'll invite you I'll send okay. you an invite And you'll just be there That is one thing I'm really bad at Or like, I don't know if it's bad or good or what. I do not invite myself to I try, I, That's one thing I don't do
0: No, you're, you're good at that And then two I guess I didn't realize I'd never been on a guest on Victory Drive So it just kind of shows where my brain's at I thought I had
1: done it yeah. I have Yeah, Jordan has yeah, What the fuck? I had Doug and Jordan on you left. I was, uh, I don't know what I was doing. You're tired boy. That was after the Mercury episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We just took, Doug was like, hey, you want to do an episode? Like, hell yeah, dude.
0: Yeah, I was podcasted out, I think, for that. Yeah.
1: There's a lot. There's a lot going on. We got weird on that one, dude.
2: Yeah, it was really
1: weird. Talking about taxidermy on ourselves and stuff.
2: Uh, how would you taxidermy uh, yourself? Yeah. Me? Yeah.
0: How would I taxidermy myself? Yeah, dude. Hmm. That's a weird and good question. Um, Probably just, like, going ham on a rack of ribs. Barbecue sauce <laughs> oh, all over nice. my face.
1: I thought they would get yourself a like, in a tree stand and just have you sit out in the woods somewhere. I'm like, so everyone, almost like a scarecrow. Mmm. Just leave you out there in a random tree somewhere. That's
0: funny. People the, can come pay the rib homage.
1: Thing. The ribs thing is, maybe, <laughs> yeah, you the first thing is when my so it got brought up because my brother always said he's like when I die I will be tax sitting in a rocking chair with a beard in one hand and a cigarette in the other and you guys just like hang out with me like uh, at the dinner table nobody stuff. would hang out with his tax or Bobby
0: nobody would <laughs> so he'd, just be, he'd be like in somebody's attic
1: somewhere <laughs> the, the part yeah. the part due to his um tax journey would be he wanted to be ride, Then flown in a plane Like behind a plane And just like Flown around Like towns and stuff Like by a ribbon Yeah Yeah like Will you marry me Which yeah. is my brother Flying around like in Kate. a plane Yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: always wanted to be A superhero You know <laughs> I'd opt not to have it done But if it had to have been the tree standing would be cool. Like, you could just put me in your spot on public grounds so people would avoid the area yeah. until you needed to go back in on it. You just put me at the base of the tree. Mm-hmm. It's like
2: a double action. You just hunt with
1: it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just okay. your buddy. Just have a <laughs> have a tax taxidermied person, like, dump it next to a tree. You and, know oh, what? He blew that place out. I'll just take a nice
0: Euro mount on somebody's wall.
2: A Euro mount?
0: Just skull mount me. Put me in a barber shop somewhere. Dang, dude.
2: Ours were a lot weirder.
0: That's almost Gross like... Mine. That's, that's kinda sick. Are you huh? are you <laughs> arguably worse? <laughs> Wait, why? I don't know. And I, I was You're looking like, at your fucking cold dead face year round. You're just like a, everyone everyone appreciates some good bone work.
1: Yeah, like, but if, if Sam CM her is yeah, he'll make you look pretty good. I don't want him like sewn <laughs> up my dick and shit. Just Oh yeah.
0: Dude, I, asked him to make mine, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was just say he
1: wanted his bigger <laughs> <laughs> Just Euro mommy, man. Yeah, that's a good one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be cool if we had uh, dicks like raccoons where you could turn in stirring straws.
0: It'd be a little weird. But,
1: oh, man. Yeah, hey. Yeah.
0: I just remember my buddy had a... He did another barber that he was with. Had a, a human skull in their barber shop. What? An actual? Yeah, a real one. What?
2: You, you can buy them. It's legal?
0: I don't know how he got it. I didn't ask him any questions. China?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. We had a real skeleton in my elementary school in science class. A real one.
2: What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can buy them online. You can what? Bones, human bones. Yeah. What
0: the, the fuck, dude? Looked that up. We you get a human skull for the studio if it's legal? Oh my gosh.
1: Uh who's I? What's the difference? Probably, I don't know. It's probably another podcast I heard this on, but this guy he donated his mom to science and <laughs> volunteered. Yeah, like once she died, they're like, yeah, hey, you know, donate her to science. And they're like, hell yeah, but you guys can figure out what you know, stuff to progress yeah. medical science and all that stuff right but what when they said that it's a very broad term you know for science yeah you can so be like, in
0: a museum somewhere
1: yeah well they ended up blowing her up oh like, testing bombs on her how do you know yeah <laughs> what how did he know i don't know maybe this her the video is your mom. dude. <laughs> no way. <laughs> the mean, U.S. No government's way. like, this is your mom. Goodbye. <laughs> what happens with it? Like, you don't into science. You don't want to know what happens after that. It's true. I don't know how he found out, but I heard that somewhere. That
0: sounds like a made-up story. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> but, but I, I bet real. you 100% it's real <laughs> yeah. for the sake of
1: this podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude, that happened. <laughs> well, like when they were testing the atom bomb and stuff, they had like, um, I'm assuming they were mannequins, but like set up like really far away around a table and stuff and they explode that on bomb like oh yeah let's see what happens and, woof wipes them out like oh that's what happened so cool, cool. but what if they just real people actually not man it gets prisoners murderers or something yeah see that's what, you, that's what you do with
0: fucking child molesters yeah I'm not against that mm-hmm. I'm not against that one at all no donate yeah donate them to science alright so when we get done with this podcast we gotta look up if it's legal to buy human bones
1: yeah and mom's donated for science
0: my guess I'm gonna make a quick guess and you can follow up update everyone on the next episode my guess is that it's way easier than we think it is to buy human bones yes I, 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 I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say we're gonna be like shocked how available and easy they are to get it's probably on Amazon you it's want, on eBay
2: You want the eBay? Yeah. oh do you, want you want have the answer
0: yeah pull it up don't, we don't need a cliffhanger
2: it's, it is is perfectly legal to possess and sell human bones in the United States
1: Wow, where do you buy them? No, find the website that sells them. The Bone Room. What? The Bone Room? Is it a website named The Bone Room? It's like all my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) The Bone Room, yeah. The Bone bone Room, room. dude.
0: (laughs) That's what we should call the studio, The Bone Room. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we
1: should, yeah.
0: Fuck yeah,
1: dude. (laughs) That'd that'd be sick. The Bone Room. The Bone Room. What's it looking like? How much is a human skull? We put on an Earl, though. It's all going to be one one word. So. says, the boner oh. the boner room oh it's like is yeah. it it's like Smart? yeah <laughs> is it PetSmart or PetSmart <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is it is it the bone room is it the bone room or boner oom? Um? <laughs> what is it god, god we're done how much of them skulls Jordan I
2: can't I don't think they like you can't just like add them I think you might have to do something special. You gotta make what
1: a phone is call. Is it brick and mortar? Only in person purchases?
0: Uh, yeah, we had a full, complete, like, oh, s- go. skeleton. You get a whole body for 300 bucks.
2: What? what?
1: No way. There's no way it's that cheap. Supply and demand cannot oh, be I have to enter my that low. Age. Well, what you have to be over 21 to buy a bone? interesting
2: the huh. dapper cadaver skeleton. the dapper that's the cadaver? website yeah well you can buy them for rental too you can rent
0: them for what what would you rent a human skeleton for I don't know science science
1: science room I guess maybe like a school would yeah okay yeah. Hey kids this is a real human skeleton oh ours, ours, my gosh
0: legit ours was like in the corner in our science room all the legitimate time. bones yeah real skeletons yeah. we had one
1: that was just is plastic
0: yeah no this was, it was real
1: that's gnarly dude Surely they came They're Chinese slaves I don't know Honestly I had, uh, Was it tall? Was
2: the bones a tall? 32 week old Human fetal skeleton oh, What? Oh, that's fucked up I just yeah. want like An adult
0: oh. skull that's fucking I want huge. someone who's like that, never, I want someone Babies never done a wrong No that's where, that's where they're Planned Parenthood Send them all the abortions dude. Oh, we're, we're not getting into that Dark So how much is a, Can you just buy a skull?
2: All right, here we go. We want a, we a, buy an adult a real human. human sacrum. I don't know what sacrum is. I think that's your sacrum.
1: Like sacrum, Sacrum? Sacrum? Yeah, yeah.
2: for $250. Bucks. They can get uh, a whole skeleton for oh, 300 Oh, you, you can get a... No, I think that was... They were fake, I think. What? But I found a real one right here for $7,200.
0: That seems more believable.
2: That's a full there. skeleton. See,
1: that makes sense. It's surely supplying the supply band. hasn't caught up like grand. that. Wow. Two grand for a human skull? Yeah. Let me see. they there, wow. like, pictures?
2: Yeah. They got, like, the job, like, spongy together, though. So I think you could, like, make it talk.
1: That one's got a nail through it, dude. Yeah, I don't
2: know. Is that
1: how he died, or is that just holding it together, you think? I'm not sure. Oh, that's like a,
0: that's like a horn tag, like a text. It's like the yellow bands that we have on our horns when they leave old barn. Oh, yeah.
1: Like this oh, one was, that one's got a top cut off This of them. one was on You'd legitimately twenty two hundred bucks. You drink out of his skull. They're more money than I thought for
0: just a skull. Oof. I always thought it'd be cool to get one, but I don't know this makes me feel kind of weird. The Thing is, like, if you were to get one, I just want to know if it was like done ethically to a point. Like, is yeah. that what happens when someone donates their body to science and it ends up being like? Well, you
2: can buy a. The foot's pretty cheap. Three hundred twenty-five bucks.
1: Okay. See, I want. Yeah, I want the full write-up on who the person was, what they did, how they died. It's probably better if you just don't have that, though. But I would want that, knowing like, yeah, this you know lived what, a dude? full life. What if they're all da, da, da. what if they're like sentenced to life prisoners? There's a market. That'd be that'd be nice. Yeah, like got, like murderers that get put to death, and then they're like, well, no one loved them, so they're not gonna do a funeral.
0: Yeah, like I got one. You kind of give up your rights as a human when you're sentenced to life. To a point. Yeah, to a point like you're yeah. in a cage forever. That's I mean, very unhuman like. Basically, just cattle at that point. There's a lot of controversy that can be dug up through this conversation. Oh,
2: wow, yeah. These are, these are crazy. These are like people
1: got their face all busted up. Oh, yeah. shit, dude. Oh, they're like hobos. Oh, that's a meth, meth mouth right there for sure. Yeah, it's Probably a little dark. creepy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't like I think I just these. want to be taxidermied. I, really like I don't like that.
0: Not like that. I I thought it'd be neat to have one in the like the studio, yeah. but maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's not neat. Ever oh, yeah. looking, looking at them? Yeah. It might be
2: bad juju.
0: I don't yeah. know. I remember that skull that they had was like in a uh, in a, like a shadow box case, like a dome of like the plastic dome, okay. glass dome over it. But maybe they bought it through one of them sites, and then another, they sold it. And like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what I don't get is, like, is there a, you have to probably have some record with it, because if you're just like, hey, I don't know what this is, you throw it away, and then someone's like, oh, I found a human skull, and there's, like, the forensic sign just got to oh, come yeah. out and shit. Like, they'd have to be like, oh, no, it was a purchased skull from wherever. Like, there has to be some sort of, like, serial number. tag number
1: oh, with it. Yeah. Like, that happened, um, Osage, there was a murderer that got busted in Osage. He to the murder and they did some weird shit. We ended up going back there after she's like decayed and stuff, and put her put her skull on a spike or on a, a post. That's how she they found her and stuff. It's nuts, dude. Really? Sounds fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I think he just got he just got sentenced to second degree murder. Finally. Yeah, I don't like that. Psychopath, dude. I don't like that. No. that's not enough dude. for somebody like that. No. No, dude, is yeah. He'll be out in fifty years. Yeah, I don't like that. 50 years. It'll be like It'd be 70. Worse. It'll be worse. it be like 70-something.
0: Yeah, it would be the creepiest 70-year-old you ever Yeah. Ever.
1: Nuts. Mm. Anyways, um, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Thanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we're going to cry for the next two hours and 42 minutes. So Check out the bonerroom.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Boner Room. Boner-oom. Bone. Yeah, Boner Room. Boner Room. After you go to Petsmart. Alright, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Yep, thanks for coming on. Jordan? Thank you. Pleasure doing business. Thank you for looking that up. Sure. No one really... Cares. ...wanted (laughs) it after that, so... (laughs) (laughs)